Welcome to the Wellness and Weight Loss for Women podcast episode number 21. This is Joey Atlas and Nick Darty. Back with another Is this this is our second episode of the new year, the right? New year, yeah. Number 20 was the first one, hence 2020. Mhm. 21 is our second episode of the new year. And as you're watching on video, we thank you for tuning in via the video, whether it's in real time or you're checking us out on YouTube after the fact or on the post-production on Facebook. We appreciate you being here and we appreciate you tuning in via audio. If you can think of anybody else, male or female, who will benefit from today's topic, please do share this with them. Absolutely. Because even though it's titled, what, what do we have it titled? Five damaging exercises most women should avoid. Mm -hmm. It's actually for men too, because mm -hmm. these five exercises we're going to share with you and discuss a little bit, I don't even do them. We do variations of some of them. Mm -hmm. We have alternatives and variations. It's a very important point to make. But we're going to go into that and discuss why the traditional, conventional, mass market versions should be avoided and what to do instead. So, on that note, do we have any first uh, mentions, any, any housekeeping things we want to talk about this week? Hmm. Uh, well, we've had a couple of awesome new personal training clients come into the studio. Yes, personal training has started to mm -hmm. pick up here. Uh, I would want to say it's the time of year, but it's, something, it's, it's not the time of year. It's mm -hmm. just that people are interested in our style of training. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we're just starting to slowly spread about it yeah. from the first clients. Yeah. So if you're interested, if you're local and you're interested in either personal training or small group personal training, either here or in home or at your office locally, please do reach out because we have uh, at least a sample session or two and a walkthrough session where we will actually give you a full taste of what it's all about, mm -hmm. what it feels like, what you'll experience and then explain the bigger picture program uh, as it applies to you, your needs, your goals, and your current challenge, challenges and obstacles. So please do reach out. And if you're long distance, if you're remote, if you live away from here, whether it's 30 miles or if you're on the other side of the world, we do remote coaching, mm -hmm. what we call remote personal training. We actually guide you every step of the way. Uh, through all the various technologies that are available to us now, voice, video, text, email, private documentation, videos, private videos, we can train you no matter where you live. So if you're interested in that and you've struggled with keeping yourself accountable and you've struggled with actually knowing the right things to do and you find yourself in this constant cycle of confusion, frustration, injury, Life gets in the way, you find excuses, things come up, and then you repeat the process all over again. That is very normal. We totally get it. We see it all the time. And that's, that, those are the things we help you fix. Yep. We help you get past all of that because we know it's possible. Mm -hmm. As lifers ourselves and having always been amongst lifers through our life, we know that it takes a certain mindset, a certain way to manage your days and manage your life and manage your thoughts, but you need the right information. You can't be implementing the wrong information and the wrong programs because, of course, you are going to fall off. You will be confused. You will be frustrated. Mm -hmm. So it all starts with a foundation of the right information first, very important, 
And then with that right foundation of all the proper information, then we start implementing the habits and strategies and tactics of living your daily life and what to do when things don't go your way, when life doesn't go as planned, when somebody gets sick or you have to be out of town for several days or you have visitors coming over or the washing machine breaks, you name it. We all deal with this stuff. But through it all, we still are able to maintain that constant lifetime commitment to our health, wellness, and longevity. And as professionals, that's what we teach you how to do and how to become that person. It's very easy when you know how to do it, but when you don't know how to do it, it's the most difficult thing in the world and it feels like you'll never do it. But trust us, it can be done. We have clients that are doing it and have done it, and you can do it too. So reach out. We can help you. Absolutely. Good. What else? That's it. For See, if you've never heard of us before, if this is the first time clicking on the podcast or the YouTube or the Facebook or wherever else you, you wind up getting this information, we are in St. John's, Florida. St. John's, Florida, yes, which is a suburb of really, a really cool suburb of Jacksonville, mm -hmm. just north of St. Augustine. On that note, you know what? This is really cool. Um, we've, again, we're 21 episodes into this podcast. Uh, I've got my other Fitness Whisperer podcast that's been dormant for about mm, two months, but I'm going to be firing that back up again. And... Part of that is, is due to something that happened last week. I, we got an email through our Sculptifit website, our mm -hmm. local studio website, from somebody who reached out, was interested in our remote coaching. Didn't live locally, but they were interested in our remote coaching. So we always want to know, where does somebody come from? How did, how did they find us? What, what led them to, to us, right? And so we'll reach out by whatever means it takes, email, phone, text, etc. So I happen to be the one who reached out to this person. And I'll use a first name. Um, or maybe, maybe, maybe I should hold off on that. Let me, let me think about that. Um, I reached out to find out how this person found the local website but was interested in remote coaching and had already known about it. See, that's the thing. We don't advertise that heavily on the Sculptifit website. Yeah. But she knew about it, but she came to the local website. So actually her name is uh, Amanda. Amanda is her name, first name only. Uh, so I reached out to Amanda and I asked, how did you hear about us? How did you find us? What led you to us? And so, and I'm talking like specifically, very detailed. Mm -hmm. The more details, the better. Mm -hmm. She said, well, I was... I'm basically on Apple iTunes searching for podcasts, and I wanted to find a podcast that helped with weight loss for women over 40, 40 and over. And she, she said, I searched that, and you guys, your wellness and weight loss for women was the first podcast that came up on Apple iTunes. Mm, awesome. I said, whoa, that's, thank you. Mm -hmm. I, like, I fully appreciated that because, it, number one, it told me, we're doing something right in, on the Apple side of things in iTunes. Right. But also, this particular podcast, the message that we're bringing is actually can and is being found by the people we are looking to help the most. Yep. Right? So that was, that was a really helpful conversation. Um, and I've been in touch with Amanda, and we're, we're expanding her world. She listened to at least one episode, she said, if I remember correctly. And she said, everything you guys were talking about was totally making sense to me. Like, 
she said, I've been working out, you know, most of my life. I've got a home gym set up, but, you know, at middle age and beyond, it's like things just aren't working the same way anymore. There's got to be something different. And she said, the more I listen to you guys, the more I'm thinking, okay, they're speaking something that, that's making sense now. Right. Like, this, is, this means something to me. So that's what caused her to reach out. We're still in touch. She's consuming all of her other freebies. Mm-hmm. I've exposed her to all the other free videos and programs that she didn't know about. And just wanted to share that with you. If you know somebody long distance as you're watching, as you're listening, as you're tuning in, if you know somebody else remotely, share this with them. Yeah. Get the info into their hands. On that note, talking about the info, we're going to get right into our topic today. So, Nikki, I'm going to have you read off the first of these five exercises, and then we're going to discuss them, and then we're going to go from there. All right. The first one is the B word. <laughs> the B word. So I'm going to say it because Nikki doesn't want to get in trouble. She doesn't want to get flogged online which happened a few years ago we're going to talk about that still right but i'm tough enough i i speak my mind i don't care if people are going to get mad or whatever don't i'm I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings it's just our truth your truth might be different and that's cool but for our people the ones we help and for ourselves we say burpees are stupid yes burpees we don't want to do burpees we don't advise anybody to do burpees and we never have anybody do burpees now What do we do instead? We have what's called the Mm T-Bud. The T-Bud stands for total body up and down. And basically, it's going from a standing position all the way to a position that puts you parallel with the floor Mm -hmm. and then slowly back up. But you're not jumping down. You're You're not not thrusting your legs back. You're not jamming your toes into the ground. Right? Nikki, you want to demonstrate? Enough, I say, do we have enough space yeah, here on this? Yeah, yeah, we got enough space. We got enough wire. So if you're, look, if you're listening, in, listening on audio, you're going to want to come check out the video on Facebook, sculptafit.com. Uh, can you give me the cues here yep. so we can follow along at home? Ready? Yeah. We're going to go down. One, one leg back, one foot back, the other foot back. We're doing a basic T-butt here. So right foot back in, left foot back in. And we squat down to bring us all the way up, back up to standing. Boom. That's the basic variation. Total body up and down. No jumping, no slamming your wrist into the ground, no jamming your toes back, no, no fast moving on, on your low back. Mm-hmm. We don't do them because they're not necessary, and people do get hurt doing, doing yes. burpees. They do, period. You could, you could go on Google and say injuries from burpees or injuries caused by burpees, and you will find plenty of reading that will last you quite mm-hmm. some time. Mm-hmm. That's why we switched to the T-Bud. We've got at least five variations mm-hmm. and advancements of the T-Buds that make you realize, well, I really don't need to do burpees yeah. because this T-Bud is actually even better and all these variations are even better for me. Yeah. So that's number one. Absolutely. And I will say with coming from the athletic world and still training athletes, Burpees are just high risk. They're high risk, yeah. The shoulder, you get, right. you know, it's just... Shoulders, back, your, your toes. I know mm-hmm. people who've gotten toe injuries mm-hmm. from, from doing the burpees. Um, yeah. It's not necessary. We don't need to take the risk. All right, number two, momentum, kettlebell swings and lifts. Yeah, so again, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Kettlebells are, are nice, they're cool, but... We see people too often using these momentum-based moves to mm-hmm. swing the kettlebells, and then they come, you know, dropping down. And you have to, you have to stop the motion with your joints, your body, your ligaments, your tendons, your fascia, your connective tissue. 
so many people get hurt from kettlebells, it's crazy. You know, and we only hear a fraction of it because everybody else is either embarrassed to say, oh, I got hurt doing the kettlebell swings or the kettlebell get-ups or the twists or whatever. Listen, again, nothing against people who like them, who do them safely, who do safe variations and are athletic enough, are built enough to withstand the vigors of kettlebell exercises and the swinging exercises. But as far as where, I don't even own a kettlebell. Like, I just never had the need. I'm getting all the results I want with my fitness. I feel awesome. Um, I use dumbbells, and I probably do a lot of moves that are similar to moves with kettlebells with dumbbells. We have plenty of dumbbells in here that are appropriately weighted, appropriately, appropriately matched to the client. We do single movements with mm -hmm. the dumbbells that might be very, very similar to certain yep. kettlebell and moves, mm -hmm. but there's no momentum, no momentum. Zero, literally that's, zero that's momentum, and that is a huge difference. Huge difference. So what happens is, instead of trying to move a heavier weight with mo uh, momentum mechanics, what we do is we have clients slow down dramatically mm -hmm. the movement, the tempo, the pace of the movement, so that they're not at risk for the momentum of that weight being swung through space, swung through space, and their body having to stop it or control it or pause it but their body is actually controlling the lighter weight, the lighter dumbbell, through the motion. The whole way and in controlling it, they're getting a deeper stimulus of the muscles, nerves, connective tissue, fascia, to get the desired stimulus that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. And it gives results without the risk of injury. Mm -hmm. Again, nothing against anybody. If you love doing these exercises we're talking about and your body is built that way, which most people are not, mm -hmm. A, it's only a small fraction of people who are built a certain way to withstand rigorous, high-intensity, high-risk ex exercise. Then all for it. Keep doing it. Totally cool. Mm -hmm. But we're talking to everybody else who can't be doing that stuff and shouldn't be doing that stuff yeah. and has probably gotten hurt in the past mm -hmm. doing this stuff. Mm -hmm. you got to train for your life. If that's right. what you're here for? That's it. For life. For life. That's it. All right. Number, what are we on? Three. Three? Ooh, this one's a long one. Squats with a straight bar across the back, high back, or shoulders. Yes. So if you take a look at somebody in a squat position with the bar across their back, just looking at it, you realize, you know what? That really is an awkward position. So you're, again, if you're listening on audio, you might want to come check out the video. If you, got my wireless wired mic here, we need to stretch. If you're in the squat position, right? And now you have this bar. Just this alone is awkward for some people. They're like, I can't get my arms back here. This position, and now you're going to be doing this. And some trainers say, you got to keep your back arched in. No, you got to keep your back straight. No, it's okay if it arches out. And then people talk about your knees. You got to keep your knees behind your toes. No, that's wrong. Your knees can come over and past your toes because that's the way to, the body is designed. If you're falsely trying to keep your knees behind your toes because the trainer is saying so and some article may have said it, it's wrong. Biomechanically, we're not supposed to try to keep these knees behind our toes if we're squatting down. We lose balance. We, it feels awkward. It feels like a weird challenge. Our knees are supposed to come past. So what's my point in this exercise? Lots of people will complain of neck pain because they got the bar sitting up there. A lot of people will complain that it feels awkward on their mid-back and their low back and their hips and that their shoulders feel like they're in a, a, a risky position. Truth is, number one, 
you don't have to squat with so much weight that you need to put weight on a bar over across your back and your shoulders and your trapezius. That's number one. Number two, squats are awesome. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Like we have, how many variations of squats oh. do we have here? So many variations of yeah. squats. And for different levels of users, people with knee issues, people without knee issues, um, squats are excellent. It's just that you have to take advantage of the variations, slowing down the movement, and combining them in a synergy with other exercises that bring about the desired in, uh, result and stimulus. Instead of trying to pile weight on the body, compressing the spine, getting your body in an awkward position, and thinking that you have to do more weight to get the benefits of the squats. It's not about the weight, it's about the way. Mm -hmm. Not the weight, the way. So, that's it. Anything else on the squat? No, love it. Good. All right, number four, box jumps. Box jumps. So, in the, uh, the high-intensity boot camps, the cross-training boxes and such, these types of places, there's a lot of plyo box jumps, mm -hmm. uh, box jump exercises. And again, if you're an athlete and you have to train for that and you're, you're able to do it, no problem, your sport requires it, awesome, have at it. But we don't have boxes in here to be doing jumping up and downs. We do step up and downs. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that in a second. But the, the problem with box jumps is that you've got toe injuries being caused, you've got knee injuries being caused, depending on the type of box being mm -hmm. used, knee scrapes, shin scrapes. Uh, Ooh, have really I showed you my divot? I've got a divot about, what are that, three inches? Uh -huh. From a metal box jump in college. There you go, metal box jump college. Nikki is no slouch, one of the top athletes I've ever met in her age range and, and beyond. Totally capable. But it happens. happens. And so Painful. why would regular people on a general health, fitness, and wellness mm -hmm. program need to be doing box jumps? Mm -hmm. For what? What is the purpose? Yeah. I, I've, I don't think I've ever done a box jump, maybe just kidding around with my kids or something, and I knew I could do it, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't do them in my training. Yep. And my agility's fine. My back is fine. I can still jump fine. My results are fine. My knees feel awesome. My back feels awesome without the need for box jumps. Yep. So... Again, these are exercises that most women should avoid. Yes. And men, I'm going to add again, most women and men should be avoiding box jumps. Mm -hmm. You just don't need to do them. So if you end up at a place where they say, yeah, yeah, at that station, you're going to be doing box jumps. And the idea is to do as many as you can in one minute. No, especially that. Do yeah, not try to do yeah. as many as you can in X number of time, yeah. X number of seconds or minutes. Bad, bad combination. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, that's number three, or that four. Four, four. four. Looking wow, we're healthier. cruising through. We are cruising through. And we've said this before, but if you're an athlete and that requires your sport, I still play soccer. I do box jumps because it's required for my sport. I do not do it for my general health fitness. Right, not necessary. That's an athletic move. No. That's, all right, number five, deadlifts. Deadlifts. Okay, again, before anybody gets their feelings hurt, deadlifts are good if, the form is proper, mm -hmm. the knees are slightly bent, and the weight is super light, mm -hmm. okay? We're talking about here, the ones that women should avoid are the ones that you see like the gym fanatics doing. Big bar loaded up, and you've got a couple variations of the deadlift, but when you see people stacking on weight, I'm going for a PR, you know, and it's all ego-driven, and 
there's, there's no reason to be doing that stuff. There's no reason to be doing any kind of progressive overload, like forcing more weight on the deadlift, whether it's knees bent, wide stance, straight knee. Um, you know, oh, this is, these are great for your hamstrings and your glutes. There are tons of other exercises that are better for your hamstrings mm -hmm. and glutes that are safer and yeah. more effective than having to go heavier and heavier on the deadlift. Yeah. So many injuries are caused by the deadlift. There's an article that just came out because it's it's so key in um, athletic training as well that the and I don't remember the uh, the guy that did it, it was an it was an ace that said deadlifts should be avoided even at high level athletic because it's so technical and so easy to get wrong. Um, it's one of the, it's there are so many other things that you can use and this is talking about high level athletes not even mentioning the common person. Yeah, right. That it's so technical. You need someone watching this and fixing that and doing that, which isn't it how It tries well. to make you think, well, maybe we shouldn't even be doing maybe, this. Maybe there's other things. That's why we don't do the regular deadlifts. We do modified variations of what could mm -hmm. be seen as a deadlift. Mm -hmm. But again, very, very extremely lightweight, mm -hmm. focusing more on form, tempo, sequence, hardly any momentum at all. Yep. And there's no, there's no overexertion where they're going to have a disc go out or right. they're going to pop their hip or they're right. going to tear a hamstring right. or a mid-back muscle mm -hmm. or anything like that. Everything is done in a way that the form is, is good. It feels good to do it. They're not straining, right? Mm -hmm. And the weight is, is well matched. If you want to get a, uh, some deeper insight on the injuries caused by deadlifts, just do a search, injuries caused by deadlifts. Yeah. And just the same, you'll have at least a few hours of proof that this causes damage. Yeah. And sometimes, here's the sad part, sometimes it's the kind of damage that somebody has to suffer with for life. If it's a severe back injury, yeah. and your whole, your whole fitness pursuits have changed now, because you've, of this one exercise, the deadlift, now you have to, some people get surgery. Some people need back surgery from deadlifts alone. And again, I'm not making this up. You could search all you want uh, on your favorite search engine, surgeries due to injury from deadlifts, et cetera, et cetera. And there's plenty of reading material. Mm -hmm. you know, you'll, see, you'll see the proof. So not saying not to ever do deadlifts, but if your coach or trainer thinks, yeah, you can do deadlifts, but here's how we're going to do them. Right. We don't even almost, we don't, I don't even think we call them deadlifts, mm -hmm, right? Here. We have different names for them. They're yep. so different, but same benefits, same effect, yeah. same improvements that we're, get, that we're aiming for that you think you might be getting from the traditional heavyweight hardcore deadlift, very, very different. Actually, almost like two different exercises yeah. uh, and different execution and Absolutely. different purpose. We, the whole point... Of, of what we're sharing this for is to let you know that your fitness pursuits, specifically exercises here, we're not talking about nutrition right now, These are, we're focused on exercises today. Your exercises should be things that benefit you, mm -hmm. right? That enhance your life, mm -hmm. not something that puts you at risk and takes away from your life, takes away from your health, wellness, and longevity. Your exercises, your choices of exercises, whether it's you yourself or your coaches or your personal trainer creating your program, the intention should be to improve and enhance your life, not put you at risk and not injure you. Yep. So that's whether you're here doing small group training uh, with the small group, or you're here as a one-on-one -on -one personal trainer client, 
or you're in another part of the country or in another country or on the other side of the world, no matter which of us are guiding you, you know we're guiding you with the intention of preserving, nurturing, and improving your body, not taking high risks so that there's a possibility of you getting injured, suffering a setback mm -hmm. that may even set you back even further than when you started because so that happens quite yeah, often, often yeah. really a, a lot actually. But you just don't hear about it a lot because these stories don't get pushed and propagated enough because people want to keep them quiet, keep them down, mm -hmm. sometimes out of em embarrassment on the person themselves and sometimes from the groups that are promoting this type of training. They just mm -hmm. want to keep it hush-hush. Right. Oh, that's just, you know, yeah. it goes with the territory. No, it doesn't have to go with the territory. Yeah. We know because we've developed a whole other way of doing this, and we know it works because we're living proof, and all of our clients are living proof as well. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, and on that note too, if you need to take a look at what you're currently doing, uh, last week, um, episode 20, we went more into five signs that you may not be on a right plan. Yes, last week's episode was awesome. Five signs that you may be on the wrong fitness yeah. program. Yeah, a great episode to go back and listen mm -hmm. to. And you, where? Let's see, where can we find these? You can find these if you go on Apple iTunes now and you search "wellness and weight loss for women." You'll find us. You can go on Spotify. Mm -hmm. You will find us. Even just in Google, if you search "wellness and weight loss for women" podcast, you'll find links to all the podcast platforms that we're on. If you go to YouTube and search for "wellness and weight loss for women," you will find the video version. You can also come to our Facebook page, go to, come and search Sculptafit, S-C-U-L-P-T-A-F-I-T on Facebook. You will find our main studio page and you go to the videos, you'll see mostly these uh, video versions of the podcast. You'll see some other videos mixed in there that might be of interest to you. And uh, all we ask is that you tune in, learn, apply. Ask us for help if you need it, if you're having trouble on your own, and share whatever resources you come across that you appreciate from us. Share it with other people who also need to get access to this information so that we can help improve as many lives as possible, as far and wide as possible. Mm -hmm. Do we have any local housekeeping notes before we wrap up here? Local housekeeping notes. Uh, well, we are going on with that personal training. We do have two more slots open. Okay. So if you are local and you are curious about personal training in studio, call me directly. My direct line right here. 904-891-3680. Direct um, line. Call or text. Call or and text. And we can get you set up there. Um, they can find us on Facebook. You can cover that. Sculptafit. Come to our Sculptafit website. Yeah. Sculptafit website. Sculptafit.com. S-C-U-L-P-T-A-F-I-T.com. Uh, depending on where you're seeing this or, or listening to it, there's probably a link to one of our sites there somewhere. Uh, reach out, just like Amanda did, just like other people are. Reach out to us. Mm -hmm. See how we can help you if what we're saying resonates with you and you're still finding yourself in a challenging position where you realize, yeah, I do need help. I do need proper guidance. We can do it. We're the team to get you there. And uh, you've got the rest of your life ahead of you. Yeah. So make it count. Make it worth it. Take your best care of it, but do it right. Anything else? I love it. Next week is episode number 22. Me And we're not going to reveal what we're going to talk about right now because we haven't decided yet. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot of topics to pick from, which is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. We just have to narrow it down and see what's going to come after that as well. But no shortage of awesome things. Mm -hmm. And actually, I think maybe next week we're going to share some real client breakthrough stories uh, again because we've got a yeah. few new ones. I know I do uh, that are really important examples of what can happen when you've you feel like you've worked so hard in your life to take care of your health, take care of your body composition, to pursue fitness, but still feel like you're getting nowhere and you're confused and you're frustrated and you're almost like a little psychotic even, believe it or not. I've been there too, trust me. Um, breakthroughs can still be had and really big like aha moments and discoveries can be had which basically blast you right through any obstacles mm -hmm. and any, any blockages that you've been, been stuck with for a while. Uh, and this is because it's happening in, in real life. So we're, I think next time we'll share one or two or three of those yeah. examples and stories. Maybe something else we'll throw in there. But that's it for now. If you're tuning in on audio, we thank you for tuning in. This is Joey Atlas and, and Nick Darty signing off for the Wellness and Weight Loss for Women podcast, episode number 21. We appreciate you being here. We got this in under 30 minutes this time, and uh, we'll be speaking with you on the next episode. As always, until next time.